This week's episode of the award-winning, multiple award-winning Here For It podcast is brought to you by Basic Bullies. When Nene closed her laptop because it was getting too hot in the kitchen, and when Donald Trump ended a press conference after his racism started showing, I knew this week had a running theme. Basic Bullies. The I know you are, but what am I crowd? What is going the fuck on? Nothing. Nothing. Confusion. <laughs> Look over there. Right there. <laughs> Confusion. <laughs> How in the fuck is Nene talking about all of these people and saying all of these um, pre-recorded reads? And then when people start talking back to her, she's like, I'm going to close the laptop. I'm going to walk away. I'm going to change my tampon. Nene, you are 53 years old. No one believes that you are still having a period. Stop it. Period. Stop it. And then y'all president went out here and told an Asian American woman to ask China. <laughs> and then when they start asking him questions back, he was like, Okay, that's it, folks. And walk the fuck off the press conference. That is a basic bully. Basic. You ain't even good at bullying. A good bully would be would be standing right there in the fire and be like, oh, okay, well, shit. Here we go. Let's do it. I got it. Him and Nene. Stand right up in your shit. Stand right there when people are saying all of these things and challenging your thoughts and challenging your practices and challenging things that you've done and be able to shoot fire back. If you can't do that, then you a basic bully. Talk about it, bitch. My name is Ronald Matters. Follow me on the internet at Ronald Matters. And of course, RonaldMatters.com. Celebrated 10 years, y'all. Just changed the website layout. Um, shout out to my web designer, Terrell. I love you forever. Um, so, RonaldMatters.com. You got some new articles up. I got some more. I was looking around today and I was like, I need to publish some more stuff this week. So I'm going to get to that. Good. Well, we can't wait to see. Um, Y'all know who I am, who it is, what it do. I am the Superman, T-H-E-E-S-U-P-A-M-A-N, a.k.a. Daddy Dracaris, B.K.A. The Stay-at-Home Savage. Okay. I like Daddy Dracaris. That was kind of cute. Um, what's our icebreaker this week? Uh, our icebreaker this week is um, RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars 5 themed. Um, spoiler alert to anybody that has not seen uh, the reveal of All-Stars 5. Finally, we've been waiting. Girl, we all staying at home. What you been doing? <laughs> get off the OnlyFans and the Just Four fans and get to Twitter. We've been waiting like three or five months. Twitter is where it's And we finally got it. Um, so, number one, who were you surprised to see on the lineup of the 10 girls that we see? Because I believe it's an 11th. Well, well I was glad that um, Alexis Mateo was back because I was like, I know Vanessa Vanjie Mateo didn't just do two seasons of this show for her mother not to get noted somewhere in the damn bylaws of the contract. So mm -hmm. I was glad to see Alexis Mateo back. And then somebody tweeted today, they was like, bitch, Alexis Mateo still came in top three on a season where they had two balls, they brought a girl back, 
um, from season two, and they had a double save episode, and she still ended up in the top three of an epic season. So I was like, that is true. Alexis and Mateo did deserve, but I, it, my reason wasn't because of that. It was just, I know Vanjie had put it somewhere in her country. Y'all have to give my mama some love. Okay? That's what we do in the community, in the, especially the Puerto Ricans. <laughs> and so I was surprised, to answer your question, I was surprised to see Juju back. I was like, Juju B, what are you... She's like, third time's the charm. The last time I came in looking like I worked at the mall, this time I want to look like I own it. And I was like, girl, girl, you're giving very Heidi. You're giving very <laughs> um, Monique Hart. You're giving very, uh, this your first season tease. And this your third time here. If you if it did not cost at least $1,000 when you put it on, what are you doing? And that is sad to say that this is where RuPaul's Drag Race has gotten. But everybody has designers. It, like, what did Angina come in there in? Angina came in there in some fucking damn China cabinet pieces. No, that was not a cultural reference. Shade. <laughs> that was not a cultural reference. But I'm like, it just looked really expensive. It looked like something that goes in your China cabinet where you show off your dishes, where you show off this. These are my prized jewels. Angina well, um, came in there clicking the and clicking, sounding like money. And she just came in there in a goddamn rap dress. Man, what are you doing? We're not on the same level, Juju B. This is your third well, time here. Well, really, if you really want to talk about people not being on the level and being surprised, one, okay, um, let me address this one first. Juju B and Alexa Mateo have already been on All Stars and yes. failed. So I was surprised. I'm like, oh, they back to try. Well, All Stars one was uh, scary. Mm, yeah, apparently. <laughs> Um, I don't see it being different results this time. Um, Derek Barry. Derek Barry came out in Britney Spears' drag again while saying, I'm here to prove that I'm more than a Britney Spears impersonator. Yes. How? How are you? Those were my exact thoughts. You came out here doing that again. Oops. Again. Oops, Oops. you did it again. What do you what? I was very surprised. I was like, uh, who said no? So so somebody said no and they were like, just call Derek Barry. She ain't doing shit. Somebody else said no and we got mayhem. Uh, mm, <laughs> also because mayhem uh got into Twitter beef because the girls told her they they clocked that her um walk-in outfit came from Amazon. <laughs> it was twenty dollars. She said, yes, it was a fierce piece. Y'all drag us, drag race girls, because we always got costumes, we always got designers, but as soon as I try to do something relatable, like go order a piece off Amazon and wear it, then y'all say I'm being a basic-ass bitch and I'm from drag race, I should be... Y'all have to pick! <laughs> I, I, I agree with her, though. Y'all always drag the drag race girls because their fees are astronomical and da 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 da, da. They, Their demands are so high. They're rider. They demand the red M&Ms when they come perform at your club. But then when a bitch try to be relatable, got a piece off Amazon that anybody That's can order. Really relatable though. <laughs> really relatable. Like, mm, I could do that. And if I feel like I could do that, mm, you shouldn't be on All Stars. <laughs> All Stars five. <laughs> Cause I'm if I can do it, then shit. RuPaul called me. <laughs> but RuPaul ain't calling me because I'm relatable and I don't do drag and I'm not good at drag. You're supposed to be a drag professional. You're supposed to be an all-star, the best. The top tier, the cream of the crop. Why the fuck is your interest look from Amazon? At least if it 
the base of it was from Amazon and then you designed other things around it, you added to it or something like that, then that would make sense. But Mama just wore the Amazon shit right out the package. Does well, that sound like <laughs> Monet Exchange came in with the janitor broom talking about she was in here to sweep up the competition and she won, so... <laughs> but she created that outfit. I don't know what she did, but it looked it looked um she created and affordable. No. What did what do Wendy Williams call it cheap and cheerful <laughs> when she get it from New York and Company? It looks very cheap and cheerful. So Yeah, but I can't Google her outfit and get it right now. Monet Well, you can't get a lot of things right now. Amazon is backed up to July, so be careful. On certain items. I mean I can get Mayhem's outfit in two days. <laughs> And I'm now competing on All Stars Five. With, okay, with, but uh, was that the end of the icebreaker? Did we answer it? No, that was just the first question of the icebreaker. Oh, okay, I was like, I think I don't <clears> know if we answered it. Wow, I haven't talked to you in so but, long. But like, oh my gosh. So I'm surprised. I was surprised to see um, Derek Berry, Juju B, and Alexis Mateo. You were not surprised to see Alexis Mateo. I love Alexis Mateo. I was surprised oh. to see Juju B in another mall costume. I was like, man. You read yourself. You showed up last time looking like you worked at the mall. Great. You saw that you caught the shade. Now she's talking about, I want to walk in looking like I own it. But you still look like you just a key holder, ma'am. You probably just look like a shift leader, girl. You worked she got a badge. Opening shift. She got what a do you mean? Um, part two is who are your top three of the All Stars girls? Because oh, I know. I, no, 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 I already know one of them. We, the world. Has a consensus. Well, first of all, the winner is already. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Is the world already has a consensus pick that hey, listen, um, huh. these other girls are just here, and I hope they do something cute. But Shakula got to win. The world is already at that consensus. Uh-huh. So who's your top three? So I'm not even gonna ask the winner because the world is already saying, "Girl, Shay, give it to her right now." Well, there's gonna be a girl. I think I want to see. Mariah Balenciaga. I want to see what she can do. She's going to be royalty no matter what. Um, I uh, India Farah's attitude has haunted her, but she always looks so nice in pictures. Um, let me see. Mayhem ain't going to win. Miss Cracker was really good. And I think you, from... You literally just picked my same top three. I think... Miss Cracker is gonna do good. Okay, so what yeah. was yours? Yeah, that's my top three. My top three is Shay, probably for the win, but let's watch and see how it goes. Yeah. Um, I see Miss Cracker as the runner-up. Miss Cracker has been so improved and polished since yes. her season, and she was even good on her season. It just was, um, her and Aquaria were the same person, and so. <laughs> And it was all new. It was all new, so she was in her head about it a lot. But she's she know the um, director now. She know the production girls. She know the girls who do the craft services. So she's more. I feel she'll be more comfortable, and still bring what she's supposed to bring on the stage. Yeah, I agree. Um, so I feel like uh, Shay for the win, more than likely. Miss Cracker probably runner up, and Mar- Mariah Balenciaga uh, is gonna probably for me make top three. I am a bit concerned that she is really light-skinned, and when Mariah started off, she was not light-skinned, and she's also, she's giving me the white chicks um, 
filter. She's that, been exposed to more culture, so she paints a little lighter and wears a blonde wig like Nene. That's what you're accusing that's, what I, that's where I was going. I was like, this feels like the Nene read of um, Girl Up. What are we watching? Are we watching White Chicks right now? Because <laughs> she, I, I was like, oh, uh, let me go back for reference point. And I looked at the season she was on. Was she on four or five? I can't remember. Um, yeah, she was on an early season, yeah. Yeah, and she was br- a brown-skinned girl. Come on. Brown From the ballroom. They didn't even allow her to say Balenciaga because they're like, girl, we don't want the copyright claims. But now yeah. she's Mariah Balenciaga, but it's because Balenciaga, of course, over time has endorsed her, said they love her, and da-da-da-da-da. They had yeah. the copyright release. <laughs> uh, but she's sickening regardless, light-skinned or brown-skinned. Come on. So she is sickening regardless, and I see her as the dark slash light horse. Oops. <laughs> the dark horse to be in the top three. But it looks sickening. Uh, it premieres June 5th on VH1 for all of you Drag Race girls. And that was our icebreaker. Hopefully the ice has been broken for y'all. <clears throat> um, our affirmation this week is embrace the new normal and take your small victories where you can. Um, so what? You ate all the snacks. Huh? At least you had them. My lemon Oreos, baby girl. And I got the family size. <laughs> I got them on Saturday and I got like three left on the Tuesday. So Ooh. what? Huh? Your haircut ain't as fresh as it used to be. At least you got hair to keep practicing on. So what? You gained five pounds or ten yeah. pounds. Thank you. Like some people on this podcast. Um, at least you can put BBW on your profiles now. Stay encouraged. That is our affirmation this week. I feel it. And I look it too. <laughs> We're about to get to fat and sassy in a minute. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, our word of the day this week is feeder. F-E-E-D-E-R feeder. Any clues? Probably BDSM. It usually is, but I'm scared. Still. A little bit. bit. Not really, though. Okay. A feeder is um, it's an underground sexual fetish which involves one partner, the feeder, feeding the other um, both to obtain sexual arousal and to encourage weight gain in the feedee. Feederism can vary in nature from a consensual act between two people who mutually appreciate a larger body type to non-consensual abuse, which may involve force feeding and bondage, as in undertaken with the intention of fattening up the feedee to the point of immobility and total dependence. So um, I think good examples of this you can see in like the uh, my 500 or my 600 pound life and shit like that, where they be having spouses that help them, enable them um, to get morbidly obese. And they still are like, oh, this is really attractive, huh? Here's some more lemon Oreos. Put this in there, put this in there. And they're just shoving food down these certain people's mouths um, because they have an obsession with bigger bodies 
And there's nothing wrong with liking bigger bodies, but it's different when you have an obsession and you are pushing a spouse to be bigger for your own sexual arousal or gain. (sighs) Are you a feeder or a feedy? Well, I know I'm not supposed to talk about patient information, but uh, I told you that story that happened at work, fell to the meeting, and they was asking me to explain this, and then I was like, I don't know nothing about what y'all talking about. (laughs) And in the meeting, I just, I I had to pretend, I don't know, I don't know. (laughs) So, this also came up with... um, Your liposuction, and you actually want to put it in your stomach? Oh, okay, all right. You want to get the liposuction from your thighs and put it in, okay. All right. Yeah. So this also came up with the drag predator, um, which is why uh, I wanted to highlight it here as well, because the drag predator uh, was accused of basically also being a feeder um, and the the way that she was trying to get people to inject themselves and make themselves bigger for her sexual arousal. Mm-hmm. So we have other points of not even just food um having people inject themselves with steroids and hormones to make them bigger for your sexual arousal, that would also make you a feeder. So, feeders. Beware. Beware. Um, Support for this ghetto, ghetto-ass podcast, because if you don't know by now, this is a ghetto-ass podcast. Memphis and Detroit. It comes from uh, a couple of Awesome donors and patrons on our Patreon. Um, we thank you, beautiful people, for supporting us. We have been doing this for three years strong, and we cannot continue without you. So thank you guys for your support. Um, and thank you guys for staying with the podcast uh, through when we record and when we don't. Because... <laughs> We don't know when the schedule is going to be regular again, and um, we're going to try to put out as much content and material as we can for you guys. Uh, We worked hard this week to get a full episode to you, and uh, we hope to do that more in the future as well. Um, Did You had some uh, new patrons that you want to shout out. Shout out to Johan over in Europe. Subscribe to our podcast. I was like, a European Patreon subscriber? Oh my god, I'm so excited. And so shout out to Joe. Shout out to Joe. And um, also shout out to Tay, who subscribed to us um, back in April. So he's been subscribed for two months. Shout out to Tay, um, who also tweeted us. He was like, thank God for these quarantine times. I can catch up now on all the posts from the page it's like 105 posts on the patreon so if you go sign up today you have a hundred and something plus posts videos and um audio content to listen to some of them are just like outtakes like 30 second snippets and some of them are like full 30 minute episode episodes bonus content from episodes videos that will only be posted i mean it's stuff over there okay and we got more stuff coming um yeah so Patreon.com forward slash here for a pod. Link will be in the description below. Thank you to all 24 of our patrons. All right. Y'all wanted to hear it? Here you go. Um, here we go. <clears throat> last week and the week before, um, we didn't have any gay news, gay issues, topics to really discuss. Um, so we just stayed home and we got all fat and sassy. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so this week we're gonna get 
we're, we're still going to be sassy, but hopefully a little bit less fat. How about that? Put your glasses on so you can see. <laughs> uh, Chromatica thongs are coming to the people. I'm here for it. <laughs> are you going to get you a Chromatica thong? Sweetie, and- I, I'm here for the marketing as a journalist and marketing promotions girl. I'm here for the damn. <laughs> she like, I know what these. I, I'm going to give the gays exactly what they want. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> you know what we, we need right now? A thong. Because we at home and we can take pictures in these thongs and we can make this shit go viral for this album. Well, what ass, but okay. If you know your angles, you can have ass. Uh, I gotta you sit up on the sink. You gotta sit up on the sink. because I'm gonna have to need I'm gonna need two sinks, ma'am. Can I get two sinks for this? Again, one? what I've been what I keep telling people is we're in quarantine right now. If you ain't got shit else to do, you should be working on your goddamn angles and your lighting. You can get <laughs> this shit done. What's the one, the exercise where you get on all fours and then you raise your leg back? Is there like a donkey kick or like something? Kick, yeah. Yeah, that, that, that those are great for the glutes. I'm telling you because I know. Yeah, I mean, and that could be even good for a, a picture. You could uh, set your camera up and, you know, have it hit it from the back. Yeah. yeah, make it look like you're working out from home, but you only do two donkey kicks. So then, ta-da! <laughs> so, um, I'm thinking about it. I don't know if I'm going to get one. <laughs> Depending on the price, it, are they available on Prime? <clears throat> you know, they got to be available on Prime. Uh, I think she's selling them directly from her website. I don't think you're going to be able to get them anywhere else unless you like get them from a secondary person on eBay or something. No, thanks. That sounds gross. Okay. They might have worn a foot a picture already and they sell them out. They're like, listen, already this was good enough for one picture. Um so I I'm interested. I I like the idea. It's something to do. Get you a chromatica thong. Um the album allegedly will be out this month at some point. The track Yeah, the track list was like um 20 almost 20 songs 19 or 20 songs so we'll see um shout out to all the nurses all my fellow nurses out there uh today is international nurses day and um i know there's a lot of fake love on tv and on the internet right now but trust and believe the most important job right now in the whole country in the whole world belongs to nurses the most important job in the country and in the world is nurses today is international nurses day um some people also make this their nurses week some people some businesses organizations have multiple nurses weeks um and I think this is a good time to expand that and just say, hey, listen, we need a nurse's month. I saw um, online, they was like, if your job has an appreciation week, that's the sign that you're underpaid. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, they, talk they, about it. Price. They're like, listen, we, we would give you that extra dollar per hour, but we're not. So we're just going to say, hey, happy nurses day. Appreciate you. Um, I had one of my favorite nurses. I haven't seen her since like March. <laughs> She's been so busy 
with um you know the world um so i stopped today and i was talking to her about like you know oh doctor so-and-so girl you know he crazy he called me about this you know i just stopped and chatted with her for like five seconds or so and then so she was like we couldn't hug or talk or chit chat or sit close but you know she was like it was good seeing you i hadn't seen you in so long and i was like you know what it really felt great to sit there and chit chat with my favorite nurse i was like wow you never know Bitch, I'm your favorite nurse oh sorry <laughs> my favorite nurse at work. <laughs> you see, my favorite nurse. Do y'all hear this disrespect? It's still Nurses Appreciation International. And I, I announced this Nurse Appreciation Day, and then he still disrespected me. Everybody <laughs> announced it was Appreciation Day, but it was so cute. I, like I miss her. I haven't. Seen, I haven't really have not seen her she since March. You since March either. Oh <laughs> uh, well. You see how the disrespect. Could- <laughs> But I see her every. I see her five times a week. I don't see you five times a week. I see you maybe once or twice. But I do love you more than I love her. But I mean, like, oh, still happy nurses day and week and hospital week and the CNAs they get a week and a day and the, you know, the CNAs get their day too. You can't leave out the CNAs. Uh, <clears throat> I saw a T-shirt that said. Behind every lazy nurse is a good CNA. And I was like, confirmed. I know that from personal experience. <laughs> and depending on how many years they have been a CNA, they may be better than a fucking registered nurse. Sweetie. Sweetie. Okay. But that's the rabbit hole that we <laughs> get ready to go down because we just <laughs> we, we got plenty of gay shit to get to. So let me get to the gay shit. Woo. Um Gambier, Ohio. Um so let me Google. Yeah, it's a town in Ohio. Um, they uh, are the first town to pass LGBTQ protections via Zoom. And I thought this was a great story. Uh, it's covered in the Advocate uh, because it shows that when politicians and people in these towns and cities really want to get things done and really want equal rights, they will do it by all means necessary through any online means. They (laughs) said, listen, we still have to continue government and get shit passed. And on the agenda today, (laughs) on the agenda today is passing LGBTQ protections. And if we got to do it by Zoom, we'll do it by Zoom. And they did it by Zoom. We could have did it by house party. <laughs> no, we're not doing it by house party. Oh no, that's problematic. No. no. Um, most of the council attended the monthly meeting uh remotely via Zoom. Um the mayor, the fiscal officer, and the administrator attended in person at the, vi- the at the village community center, uh obviously, but they were still doing social distancing. Uh, to make sure that the the legislation was signed and passed, um, the Ohio Fairness Act is is the name given to bills <coughs> in both houses, state legislature. Oh, girl, don't die. Uh-uh. In both houses of state legislature that would outlaw discrimination based on sexual orientation and gender and gender identity in housing, employment, and public accommodations. So. To Gambier, Ohio. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Because I'm Googling, I ain't never found it. G A M B I E R. Oh, okay. Well, 
Yeah. So if Gambier, Ohio can still um, pass LGBTQ protections uh, during the time of Miss Rona, then look at the rest of y'all states and cities that ain't doing shit, ain't been doing shit, and ain't trying to do shit. Like y'all saying it. Oops. Yeah. <laughs> uh, mm. You know, I had to, you know, I had to. Well, be prepared to do a lot more of that because the next story is touchy. <clears throat> I this was the first story I actually wrote about because it touched me the most, and I sent it to you already. Oh. Um, this was a viral video from May the seventh about um a little boy doing the Savage Challenge dance, the new one, because bougie classy. Yes, because of the remix that Beyonce is on. So it's renewed interest in the song, renewed interest in doing the dance, renewed interest in the challenge. He is in the viral video is a little boy, I would guesstimate maybe five, six, maybe. Um, and He's doing it with a female family member. It look it looks like, yeah, a family member. Yeah, we don't know. Um, I, we ain't in the people's house, but I'm about to get in the people's house right now. Um, everyone is doing this this dance, and everyone is online talking about the song. The song is number two in the country right now. Everyone, boy, girl, man, woman, everybody. Everyone. All he's doing in this video is dancing to the song that everyone in the world is dancing to. The woman that is watching him, that is now come out that wasn't even his mama, because when the the video went viral, we all everyone thought that it, this was his mama that hit him. She hits him during the dance because mm-hmm. he ain't gonna grow up and be gay. <sighs> I'm angry. You cannot. Uh, I mean, uh-huh. ma'am, do you have like a GED program, ma'am, or are you? Do you have like a master's degree in psychology, um, with a minor in child behavior? Because uh, he ain't gonna grow up and be gay. Uh, what statistical data do you have to show? I mean, like, he not gonna grow up and be gay. Well, I mean, like, cite your sources. <laughs> okay, I'm trying to get get this out before I give my full thoughts on the the story so i can give people a full context because again the video is viral most of you have probably already seen it but i want to break it down so i've painted a a clear picture before i say what i'm gonna say Mm -hmm. um he's dancing doing shit that all the kids in, in the world are doing all of them all genders are doing this this woman hits him she has recorded it on video I'm not sure if it, I think it's it's an Instagram video. It's not a TikTok. She is recording the video, and she hits him in the face because he's doing the dance. She captions the video. Had to slap bitch. She changed the word bitch to xx. Mm-hmm. I guess maybe she don't know how to spell bitch. Um, had to slap bitch. This not it. So that's not it. So he can't. This is just not something that boys should be doing. 
<clears throat> and she called him a gay ass bitch while she slapped him. Um, okay, so I laid that out. Uh, if you have not seen the video, that's enough context for you to know what had happened here. So first, um, you ignorant ass dog ass bitch. You ain't even his mama. Who the fuck are you to tell him that he shouldn't be doing a viral ass dance that millions of other people across the world are doing right now? A dance don't make you gay. He is five. Five years old. It makes me so sick because these people feel so self-righteous about, oh, if I do this and if I tell him not to do that, then he ain't gonna suck dick later in life. No! It's not just telling them. It's if you reinforce them with abuse. Yeah. It's a, reinforcement. It's, it's what they think is on the point. So I feel like when we call when, not when we. They. Well, right now it's just me and Snoop Dogg to call uh, women dog-faced ass bitches. <laughs> and I called her a dog-faced ass bitch because she's the kind of bitch that should be called a dog-faced ass bitch when Snoop said it, I'm like, okay, well, you're coming out of left field because what? What did Ari Lennox? Wow. What did they do? What did they do? Like Ari Lennox did not do anything to him. What's the offense? Right here, I can directly point to the offense. This is an offense. You are abusing a child. You are ignorant. You are dumb. You are putting this on the internet to be cool, allegedly cool, to uh, get some clout, get some followers, and ooh, people gonna co-sign me on this and ooh we gonna um, make these boys real men quote unquote real men by slapping them when they do viral dances that everybody is fucking doing that is a dog faced ass bitch that is what you call a dog faced ass bitch and you know what I ain't even seen her face I can tell you she a dog faced ass bitch lastly the comments the comments are exactly what you would think they are under this viral video. Some of them condemning, obviously condemning the behavior and the, and the abuse. The majority of the rest of them being black men celebrating this and say, oh yeah, good. We gotta um, teach these boys and Raise them up right and all kind of other dumb shit like this. What in the fuck? Where are y'all trapped? How are y'all still in this sunken place that abusing people will make them not gay? I don't understand. It's what they were punished with, aka raised on hashtag trash um and so they, to see the way they're raised and the tradition continues they might as well be out here with confederate flags but i don't know if i'm reaching so i'm just gonna be quiet and eat my lemon oreos <sighs> shoot my fat ass up but um it did come out that the some lady um claiming to be the um the baby's goth uh, mama she was like uh-uh nope this just the babysitter um, I do not condone this. I'm calling his mama right now. And then she responded back to the tweet with a video with the mom um, holding the young the young boy. And she was like, 
my son can be whatever he wants to be. I will love him throughout all of it. And I don't know who that lady was. Well, she do know who the lady was. Don't not claim she left her baby with him. <laughs> so she was like, that lady is cray cray. She will be turning herself over to the police today um, with the child abuse claim. Um, but especially after watching the trials of Gabriel Fernandez on Netflix, that we child abuse, child abuse. We talked about it here on Here For a Podcast, the trials of Gabriel Fernandez. You can't watch something like that and then sit up and look at what just happened on Twitter and be okay with it. You're, you're changed after watching that. So get four hours of your life together. Um, watch the trials of Gabriel Fernandez and you will see that Twitter video in a whole new light. You should because um, that's how it starts. Yes. That, that, yep. It starts with admonishing um, perceived gay acts like, oh, well, doing a viral dance to uh, Beyonce and Megan Thee Stallion. Oh, that's gay. Oh, he's going to be gay. Bitch, he might be a fucking just be a dancer. If you this too grown for the children, or if this too, why are y'all even watching it in the first place? Where's Blue's Clues? Where's Sesame Street? Should I know HBO Max coming out? But it's some free stuff out there right now. Where's the Peppa Pig? If that's the content they're supposed to be watching, and why are you recording it if you're and, supposed to be so busy disciplining and being a good babysitter and posting it, putting it on the internet, posting somebody else's child on the internet? First of all, bitch. Let's talk about that. Let me post my channel on the internet. Um, so she's still a dog-faced ass bitch. She Ooh. is the real dog-faced ass bitch of 2020. Um, I don't give a fuck what Snoop said because this was egregious and deserves. So fuck her. Fuck the parents like her. And fuck the people that think like her. Um... In sadder news, unfortunately, uh, we have to report the 10th transgender person in the United States of America to be killed in 2020 that we know of. Again, Mm -hmm. oftentimes um, trans people are misgendered and their deaths are um, underreported underreported or misreported as uh, their dead names or... Uh, a number of other things if they even get reported sometimes. So 10 is the number that we know about. And if 2020 ain't teaching us shit, is that it's plenty of dead people out there that we don't even know about right now. So right now, the recorded number of trans deaths come May 12, 2020 is 10 trans women. Um, this young lady's name is Nina Pop. Uh, Nina was stabbed to death in Missouri. <sighs> um, her body was found Sunday night in her apartment in the town of St. Louis. Uh, a, a town, oh, it says it's 145 miles south of St. Louis. So, girl, they don't even know what the name of this town is. It's just, it's that goddamn small. It's, it's far from St. Louis, but it's in Missouri. Um, Oh, it's called Sykeston. I ain't never even heard of Sykeston, so... It sounds like that place where they throw the biscuits at the restaurant. Okay. Well, this is obviously not a great place. Look, $15 for a pork chop. I'm like, uh, girl, what's going on? 
the good part is the police department there are investigating it as a hate crime because the murder scene was very indicative of a crime of passion and or premeditation so um that is a good thing because oftentimes they just relegated to either they just oh well they killed themselves I'm like well how they kill themselves they the person is stabbed in the back how did they kill themselves by what uh so the good thing is oh it is because here go the cost of the restaurant i knew it was lambert's lambert's is the name of the restaurant where they throw the um uh, biscuits <laughs> i like that sound like the, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yo your <laughs> is showing <laughs> the fat is coming out <laughs> um the crime rate in sykeson is 78 percent higher than the national average well, at least you know something else about psychedelics. <laughs> so our transit is not safe. No. Well, they're not safe anywhere. Uh, and I, Nina was also a, a black trans woman. Um, compounding the fact that trans women of color aren't safe, especially in this country, um, especially in the way that she was killed, being stabbed to death. Like, what the fuck? <sighs> um, so, unfortunately, I'm sorry that we have to talk about these stories, that we have to report on them. But, again, like I've always been saying, uh, if you don't hear it here, you may not hear the goddamn story at all because nobody else talks about these people. Nobody else talks about these stories. They will read them, and then they will go back to their forums of thousands and thousands of people and say nothing about their own community that they allegedly are here for. All right. Or turn out the comments. Amanda Seals was dragging the girls for turning off their comments this week. Uh, like I, again, like I always <laughs> say, every clock is right two times a day. Even every broke clock. Wrong is clock is wrong. Now, she... I have so many things to say, but she was right on this one point. Because the white girls showed up and they wanted to get be a part of a hashtag, but they didn't want their white fan base to say the things that they know that they get ready to say. So and that's it. (laughs) I'm gonna leave that there. Turn Um, off our comments. (laughs) I'm gonna leave that there. Woo. Um <clears throat> last but not least. We are all watching Insecure currently because it's new content, it's good content, it's black content, it's relevant content. Um, we love Issa Rae. She does amazing producing and writing. Uh, if you can't catch the drift of where I'm about to go, just know that I'm starting with these accolades because the rest is a drag. You love drawing it out, taking deep breaths. Drama! Okay. <laughs> Get to the point! Is somebody gay? Is, who who is gay? That's what we do. Tell somebody about- gay. Just tell us the story. The story is the show Insecure has been on for three seasons. We finally got a condom. We finally got a condom this year. <laughs> a condom. 
<laughs> sex has still been going on. Still, a condom has happened. <laughs> I won't even belabor that. That that. What, what else we've been asking for? One another thing that we have a uh, of is we have a gay character on the show. Oh, okay. The gay character on the show is Issa's brother. Uh, Amal. His name is Amal. Mm-hmm. Amal is a non-traditional gay character. Let's Allegedly. Say Let's say it like that. Because <laughs> it's still they're a alluding to him being more of a masculine gay. The jokes write themselves. <laughs> <laughs> I'm supposed to be listening. Okay, tell the story. Okay. But that's it. I mean, no, no, no. I mean gotcha. He did no, some no, interviews. I have, and, I have committed a file because I might, because I I have feelings. He did some interviews and he alleged he did his research. And what he say? <clears throat> First off, his name is uh Jean Ali. Um, <laughs> you being graceful. I'm I'm trying to be nice. Uh, he is a straight man yep allegedly a gay character this show is written by a straight woman written produced directed mostly well she has different directors now different directors for each episode by a straight woman she has included a gay character she is not a gay person. He is not a gay person. They both are doing research on gay people to play a gay person in this story without consulting a gay person. I'm confused. I am confusion. Uh-huh. So the, the big issue that I have with this is he's standing up in it and saying, I should be able to. I should be able to play a tree. The girl's girl is a tree today. A marker ending up in the Scarlett Johansson argument of, listen, I am a person of privilege. Well, let's tell yes, the story because we still I haven't told the story. <laughs> I want to play an underprivileged person, and I should be able to because. Why was it an interview with Out Magazine? It was an interview with somebody. It was. Advocate, he did an interview somewhere. The person who plays Issa's brother, and he said that um, he had done all this research and he had discovered that um, the main thing gay people wanted to hear about to see on film was about the um, how they are displayed between being masculine and feminine. Mm-hmm. And he said that the question was asked in follow up, Well, shouldn't there be gay people playing gay people roles because they are better equipped? to um, display all of these nuances of the character that you just spoke about. And he said, well, Neil Patrick Patrick Harris is gay, and he gets to play straight people all the time, so how come I can't play a gay person? Um, I have range, basically saying he has range, and he He should be able to play a tree like Scarlett Johansson. And he just said all these things that all that are that have all these equals to no, none of the the things that he brought up that brought up to be equivalents said yes. So we're talking about it here because, sir, Neil Patrick Harris is not 
oppressed because he's a white man in America and he can get to be on Modern Family and have a husband or whoever those people are and whatever those, like, you know, like to be an oppressed black gay man, you know, and to say like, as we've stated a thousand times, there are on record 1,000 LGBT actors who are in SAG-AFTRA at whatever that big old agency is. So Issa Rae and HBO had a whole binder of women. (laughs) It's the girl's Issa Rae had a whole it's not like she's in an area or does not know what it feels like to be a person underrepresented and to try to represent that because she's a a awkward black girl like that is literally her stick that is literally her brand and she goes out of her way in everything that she does to Give shout outs to give, you know, to, give. to being um, a dark skinned black girl because it's oftentimes it's not portrayed in a positive light or a fully fleshed out or understood. But how is it that being a dark skinned black man mm-hmm. can it the same way? Mm, talk about it. So, should we have, so should you have? A light skinned brother, then? <laughs> if, At least can they be gay, first of all? Let's start with the whole and most important part of a character. Is their shoes orange? Are their knees bad? Or is they gay? I think the main thing is, is they gay? They're gay. That's the main important thing about this character. <laughs> well, so what's egregious to me, again, what is offensive and egregious, is um, the actor is standing up in his wrongness. Publicly. Um... The quote that he said is, I'm just done changing myself for people. I'm just going to be me. If you oh, just, imagine being gay. Oh, shit, if me. you're just going to be you, go play some <laughs> goddamn straight characters. Imagine being me. Goddamn <laughs> straight model, layout, country from Memphis, tired of changing myself. I'm going to be me. I can do it. I can be Issa Gay Brother. Shit, I'm going to qualify. That's what I'm saying. Is it's so easy to find somebody that would authentically be able to play this role without having to research? I don't have to research being a black gay man. Been there for uh, thirty some odd years. I ain't gonna tell y'all how many, but it's a long time. Been there. I know how to do it. I don't have to do no research. I can walk on set right now. Give me the script. Let's go. And I'm not asking for an audition, but I'm just saying for. The the thousands of actors that do have this that don't that have this experience that don't have the opportunity to play other parts because they mm-hmm. are gay black men, this would be the area to put someone like that because you have a brand that tries to represent things that are underrepresented, Issa Rae. Mm-hmm. So are we only representing for the the dark-skinned black women, or are we gonna represent for the people Everybody. represented? Because if you if you really didn't want to represent for gay black men, fine. You could have had the whole show without this character, and, and nobody would have been the wiser or dumber if this character never existed on this show. Nobody so blaming Issa Rae. Yes. Oh. Because she has creative control. Leadership. I would say leadership, yeah. It's With the employees doing this. So I, I, blame, I, blame the, I blame the actor because he's standing up in his wrongness and trying to keep his job. And girl, no. Move. Do something else. 
do something else. There's so much other shit for you to do in Hollywood. You don't have to play, play a gay black man, especially when you know nothing about being a gay black man. And there are plenty of gay black men that know plenty about being a gay black man that don't got no no jobs. You can move. You don't have to be here. And and I'm I'm putting the, the onus on Issa because Issa, with all this creative control as a writer and a producer, she, you don't have to do this. You could have called somebody that is black and gay and said, "What you think about this?" No, okay. You don't. Have, you don't have to do this as someone that has been underrepresented and is pushing the boundaries forward for more representation <clears throat> of people like you, people that look like you. You should be smarter than this. Well, what could be higher? Um, I also encourage you guys to look at the um end credits when Insecure goes off. I looked at this week's episode and I know that there were at least like 10 executive producers and plus 10 more girls who requested that the card show their name by itself on the line. And then there was girls um, that was like co-producers and it was a three names and it was another executive producer by themselves. So there's definitely people invested into this project. And, you know, when you give your money to things, you got to be looking at where oh, man, my iPad has a lot to say. You got to be looking at where where um, the dollars is going because your name is on the line, and when the actor does an interview and they have not been media trained, what was my my point in giving five thousand dollars to this production? And you're not going to even media train people who are going out to do interviews. If you're playing Issa's gay brother, you have to you have to be trained on talking about the LGBT community. And talking, so we're going to get some a, a glad consultant. Community. We're going to get a glad consultant, a Trevor Project consultant. You know they love a good old Trevor Project. Um, get somebody out here, and so that way, insecure is definitely donating five thousand dollars per episode, like RuPaul's Drag Race, <laughs> or something. So <laughs> to build to build your wealth, to build the wealth in your brain, you have to build the wealth in the media training of your employees, or either hire better employees and pay them well. To have the media training, because the money ain't yours. It's gonna be either spent in Lord's making <laughs> making up for the shit that they get on here on these cameras and they um read interviews and say, or they could be saying the right things from the beginning. So first of all, the money isn't yours. And Issa Rae did poor budget spending with and all the co-executive producers and vanity title producers because this interview did not make gay people any more confident in the character and we were already mad last season because he was in an interracial relationship and now according to next week's episode he's supposed to be being a hoe so mm -hmm. did their relationship not last with that white man but well, i'm going to talk about that more am i here for it so um what are y'all doing Issa, who is in the other 11 a consultant so in the wind down um there is a producer, I can't remember what his name is. Presley Price or something like that. Mm -hmm. What's it, Prince? Now, I don't want to spill nobody's tea. I'm like, he's married with like three kids. And he was talking about being on quarantine with the kids. Oh, okay. So he's married to a woman. I knew that's where you were going. That's why I said what I just said. But <laughs> maybe you're going to say it because this is 50% like... your podcast and you get to be problematic because problematic available on hereforishop.com. So mm. go ahead and do it. <laughs> go ahead and do it because I, I knew that's where you were going. 
Hmm. It's fifty percent so, your pocket. <laughs> he might be a good resource. Somebody could yeah. ask some questions. That's all. I'm what saying. did you do back in college? What would you have done? <laughs> you know, you can always blame college when you. And who? And what actors do you know that can authentically play this role? Hmm. 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 Um. Finally, let me. Okay. Let's wrap this up. Why? <laughs> Before I get us canceled. You have to get um, us canceled. <laughs> um, masculine versus feminine. Oh. I do believe that there does need to be more representation of masculine gays in media because there is representation of femme gays. Is there a lot? No, but there is representation. You can always find... Um, this is the gay hair designer, or hair designer, hairdresser. Um, this is the gay makeup artist, the film uh, best friend, and you can find that black, white, and brown in media a lot of times. Uh-huh. I do believe that there does need to be a lane that we can show people that all gay people don't say, "Honey, girl, uh, yes, ma'am." Uh-huh. Uh huh. Boots, mother down. Yes. All of us don't do that all the time. And all so the I time. <laughs> all the time. All the time. <laughs> all the time is is pertinent. Sometimes <laughs> pertinent. Um. So I do believe that there does need to be a lane where that is explored. I don't believe. That this actor has the range, and apparently Issa does not have the creative ability. And it's secure playing with their damn subscriptions while they continue to do that. Because <laughs> girl, I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch regardless. Because what it ain't but this season, yes, uh, yes, this season, yes. So, but uh, I am still gonna be critical. Hashtag like, get it together. Yeah, they can do better. We asked them for two seasons. Um, hey, girl, it's a lot of sex going on. Put a condom on it somewhere. And we got one condom. Because <gasps> we dragged her for two seasons. So if it's going to take me dragging for another season to get actual representation of actual people, then sure, I have no problem. I have time. They probably won't be filming to 2022. No way with the world ending. So they have a lot of time to sit down and think about this. Yeah. Think about their actions. They should. Or non-action. It's a damn punishment to me. Um, And so that is this week's Tepid Topics. Okay, Buck. I'm looking for updates. I was like, I know I recommend it. Hopefully he die in prison. Like the same way we can zoom and get like LGBT justice. We can zoom and get some more LGBT justice. I mean, like we can still like this is the twelve thirty session. This is the one thirty session. We're going to talk about Ed Buck. We can go ahead and put him the death penalty. Multiple black men, either um, victims or dead, under his care, and so we could go on zoom this damn death penalty. What's what's going on? Los if Angeles is very diplomatic. Ed Buck in the same prison that Ed Buck is in. I'd be willing to make a a donation. Yeah. So we, I know I'm not gonna say nothing else because I want y'all to Tiger King me out here. They so, just. Mm, I'm trying to keep going. So they just announced that um, Los Angeles County is um, closed to July. So I mean, like, yep. there's nothing to do but like sit around and come up with like legislation. So I know that, that we can get find supporting points for our thesis. 
with this. Yeah. So. Or people with, you know, they got life sentences. Wow. That's better to do. Okay, this week in social studies, I got a lot of talking points. We're going to hashtag arrest that book. We are serious about that. Um, hashtag or execute that book. book. Hashtag convict that book first because we got we got the charges. We got to convict them. Then we're going to execute. All right. Quarantine content part two for social studies this week. I know the first time I gave y'all quarantine content, it was for OnlyFans. Um, then Beyonce mentioned OnlyFans, and I just want to let y'all know that I'm a pioneer because I said it first, and then two weeks later, Beyonce released a little song, so she thinks she hot. Beyonce copied off me. Wow. Um, <laughs> look, I'm from Memphis. I gotta take credit where I can. The range, the leap. <laughs> Broke my shoulder, girl. I jumped so hard, so fast. <laughs> the reach. Um, Council of Dads on NBC. Speaking of um, the girls uh, fanning for this representation of masculine um, gay relationships, according to the people on Council of Dads, there's this masculine gay couple. Um, the show is about um, this man who dies. You got to watch the story. And so he elects his friends, you know, like the close people that his family knows to um, take care of his wife and his children because he knew he was passing. So the show is called Council of Dads for that purpose. And one of the men um, is a surgeon down to the hospital where his wife works. And I think I think that was just her little gay friend since college. I think that's how they met. They met in like residency or something like that. And so the guy has always been around. And so he's seemingly masculine and his partner is appearing more masculine than he is. So what, um, and so the first post I saw was, um, on living out loud 2.0.com. He's like, finally a masculine gay couple we can all look to or something similar to that. And I was like, girl, chill. And then I saw other people tweeting about the show. and was like, Oh, finally a masculine gay couple. We can all look forward to chill. The feminine gays have been always out here putting ourselves on the line, always willing to be um, the the visionaries behind. Because masculine gay men really want to stay low key, allegedly, um, do all they dirt and and pass in peace. So uh, literally pass and then um, R.I.P. in peace. So they don't really want to be out here. But the show has a segment where there's a masculine presenting gay couple. Cool. But it also shows masculinity and how men can be friends and how they can care for each other's families. And to me, for that reason, overall, Council of Dads is great quarantine content. Um, They're only on episode three so far. I think episode four comes out this week on Thursday or Wednesday tonight. Um, So, Council of Dads, great quarantine content. Now, moving on to YouTube. I got like six or seven things on YouTube. First and foremost, Adrian Expression. Please watch his videos and subscribe to him. Um, You can go to RonaldMatters.com. I think the title of the post was Seven Queer Black YouTubers I'm Watching Right Now. It's on the front page. So Adrian Expression is definitely in that post. He talks about politics, music, TV, um, all types of things. He's a really well-rounded gay, and, and he makes nerd. and he makes twirl music. So and he's the bottom. So he makes twirl music. Is that confirmed? But, I don't think that's fully confirmed. I think he's like burst bottom. 
DJ Richie Sky, um, he talks about a lot of celebrity gossip on YouTube. Sky with an E. DJ Richie Sky. Um, he covers Real Housewives of Atlanta, Real Housewives of Potomac, um, Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. You know, like a lot of the reality stuff um, and all the characters involved in all of those things. And he got a coupon code for Goldie Gummies. You know, you got to have coupon codes in your videos. <laughs> Um, so he talks about all this stuff all those people and I love DJ Richie's guy so make sure you guys are watching him um, Lowe's Hardware Store um, they have a YouTube series called The Weekender um, and on that, on that series The Weekender this girl named Monica um, she gives the title her mantra is I give you five easy projects, and in two days, you will have a renovated room. So she goes about all this stuff from Lowe's Hardware, and she makes over, gives you five projects. And in two days, she's like, damn, bitch, my damn foyer look cute. It's like a foyer grew up, not a foyer. Um, and she could change, teach you how to change the mess <laughs> On the weekender, she shows you just... Five little simple things you can do in a room, and it was just like, wow, like putting up wall art, maybe change the paint, lol. Um, and, and she does really great. But there's also this gay guy named Lone Fox, L O N E F O X, and he's a, a DIY decorator, and he posts a lot of renter friendly things, either how to make wall art, how to like make plant decorations. He does a lot of like Target hauls, Dollar General hauls, Dollar. What's the other dollar one? Uh, it's the green one. The duh. Where things the dollar? Dollar Tree. I I was watching some of his videos. I was like, you know, if I could actually get out the house right now, I probably would go to a Dollar General. But Dollar DC don't have no Dollar General or Family Dollar in this neighborhood. Um, but I like a lot of his things. And he does room makeovers that are really, quote, renter friendly. Because for a lot of these makeovers, you have to look up renter friendly makeovers. So he teaches you how to change the pink bathroom or how to change the tile in your bathroom. And like he spends like $30 on Amazon. And you can like paste and stick things down. And you can be safe because you're in the house. Get your Amazon package delivered. And you can look up Lone Fox and do some DIY decorations. Have a Target curbside pickup or something. And uh, make your house look good. So when quarantine is over and your next party, parties of 10 or less, and we all wear masks and social distance, um, Lone Fox can make your house look cute. And the last thing is um, a channel on YouTube called Our Rich Journey. It's about a couple who retired at age 39 by investing in the stock market. I was like, oh, girl, I'm going to be 39 in like five, six, seven more years. Maybe I can retire if I start now, if I start today. Um, so they talk about ETFs, stocks, index funds, bonds, um, the differences between using Vanguard and Fidelity. So our rich journey, they are all about the money. They got even the kid. Their kid, they have three or four kids, and their kids have a um, parental guarded account. And you can t you can show your kids how to invest. So if you have if you're a gay dad or a gay uncle, you can start a little account for the children that you love. And um, our rich journey. One of the recent videos talks about investing in gold during recessions because they were talking about. Um, 
in a lot of different countries, when the price of your dollar or euro or something with all the inflation, usually people start investing in gold because gold still holds its weight because she's their girl. Um, so they talk about the pros and cons of investing in gold versus investing in ETFs right now during a time like this. So shout out to um, Adrian Expression, DJ Richie Sky, The Weekender, Long Fox, and Our Rich Journey. Um, definitely tweet me, DM me on Instagram or Twitter, whatever you guys are watching, because we need some more quarantine content. Oh my gosh. I'll be sitting here holding up to 24, 24. Uh, and if you are not already watching the content on Patreon and listening to the contra- content on Patreon, you can go on o- over there. Yeah. Four slash here, four five. Wow. Um, in sexual health this week, uh, I want to re-emphasize what I've been saying for the past month. Booty on the table. As soon as booty can get eight, I'm signing myself up for a $35 package. Can I pay for it? Would that make me thirsty? Quarantine. 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 Um, the Los Angeles Times published an article uh, that the doctors... Uh, have detected the coronavirus in semen from six of 38 men who have been hospitalized with laboratory-confirmed COVID-19 cases. I thought it was like eight or 19. It was more than that, right? I don't know. You didn't the sexual health reporter. Come on. This was on May the 7th, and so if the number has gone up since this article, Ooh. it was a possibility. So this article was published on May the 7th. Okay. But uh... If six in 38 of them had it in their semen, that is enough to sit your ass the fuck down. Quarantine. Dick is a beautiful thing. Honestly. A beautiful thing. Mm. Mouse. Beautiful thing. Sit your ass down. You don't fucking need it. Do you want it? Yeah, of course. Be nice. But you don't need it because the goddamn virus is in semen. And I don't know how to say that more plainly. (laughs) If someone has the virus, it is in their semen. And so they're studying right now whether... It being in semen means that it can still be sexually transmitted. Is that a possibility? Yes. Do we know for a fact? No. The fact that it's a possibility means you shouldn't be out here playing Russian roulette with your coochie. It's not not necessary. You don't got to. You can just really just be at home and not playing Russian roulette with your coochie because you don't know who the fuck has the shit. They don't have to have symptoms. They don't have to... Even people that have been infected and healed now, there's a new report out saying that it's a possibility that because people that were healed from coronavirus, you know, they've gotten better, can still 
recontract coronavirus. Do you really want that in your goddamn coochie? Do you really want it? You're going to get pneumonia in your ass. I, 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 <laughs> I've been trying to tell people, if you ain't never had your mama or your grandmama or your auntie or somebody to tell you, you don't get pneumonia in your asshole, baby. You ain't you ain't had a good one. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, Coronavirus causes pneumonia. <laughs> it just causes pneumonia. So for what do you do? You really want to be this sick and or die behind it? Now listen, Michael B. Jordan is out here. Yahya Abdul Mateen is out here. Um, Mr. Marcus, your fave, out here. Can you think about having sex with them and and they possibly have coronavirus and you're like, you know what? I'm gonna risk my life because the answer is no for me and. Two out of three of them, I would be very down for in every other situation. Very, very, very down for. But if it means that they may have coronavirus in their semen, the answer is no. Um, so my, my next sexual health point is bring back phone sex and uvu chat sex. Because some of y'all horny motherfuckers out there just got to have the sex. Okay. I'm not I'm not gonna whole shame you. I'm not gonna, you know, yes, spring you comes on. around. I'm not gonna slut shame anybody. Spring comes around and hormones get to pumping and stuff. But make an educated decision with your coochie. You can make educated decisions with your coochie. You make educated decisions with everything else. Make an educated decision with your coochie. Now is not the time to be a full-out Twitter only fan. So this is not the time. I say that as a whole affirming person. I affirm people to have their whole phases. I affirm people to have multiple whole phases and do whole all kind of whole shit. This is not the time though. Um this is the time to creatively figure out how to fuck people without them breathing on you. Because if you are fucking them and you, you're like, well, we got it on masks. What? We only did it from the back. No. You ain't doing anything. That's just as bad as when people, like, put the condom on wrong. You can't take it off. Oops. Oh, or that. Or that. <laughs> or that, bitch. <laughs> so if you put the condom on wrong or... Halfway on, stealthing people, or take the goddamn condom off. You you ain't did anything. You might as well start have having raw sex from the beginning. You you this whole thing is about risk reduction, and you are not doing any type of risk reduction by putting a mask on and having sex with somebody right now. Thanks, mom. You just ruined it. I'm sorry. I will be the mom right now. Okay, okay. Now they get no car from there, one of you hoes. So that's where we at. Um, you don't want to catch the coronavirus while you're trying to catch a nut. Oops. Catch a nut in plenty of other ways without catching the coronavirus. And that is this week in sexual health. What's the song for your soul? 
Body by Summer Walker. Girl. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I'm canceled, she's canceled. But I love her sample of um, 702, Get It Together. Mm. And she is basically saying, like, I know we friends, but my heart, my mind, and my body. So, um, Body by Summer Walker. I won't even, I know she's canceled, but. And she has the nerve. To name a goddamn song "Body" after she bought her body, and we didn't get her nails did during the COVID nineteen, and she had gloves Wait, on the rest of her hands. <laughs> that's exactly what I'm talking about—the sexual health. What she are you doing? Gloves, but with the fingers cut off, girl, you're not doing nothing. <laughs> you might as well have just not wore the goddamn gloves. Now you done fucked up a pair of gloves that somebody else could have actually wore properly. Healthcare is nurses week. <laughs> huh. And the CNAs want their attention to. This is how I know I'm old now. I hate these young ass girls that sample music and then the the sample music come on first and make you think that the song that you originally knew is about to come on and then they come on with their new ass fucked up ass version. I don't want to goddamn 702 song at. (laughs) Ugh. Bitch. Um, hmm. (sighs) <sighs> You're reading my that was, well, that was my soul. <laughs> that was my... Well, you play it because ain't nobody else gonna play it. Uh... <laughs> Woo! <laughs> um, I'm gonna uh, do a a song for my soul that came out in 2005. Um, when the young bitches still made good music and then they didn't have the sample. Other bitches' music. Sending this one out to all the ladies who got beef with another bitch. Come on. This is a blues record. (laughs) (laughs) If you start a song, is this chapter one, verse one? What? (laughs) Just walk to that bitch and tell her. Uh. What'd you tell her? It's about to be a what? A girl fight. We about to swing them things. We about to throw them blows. We about to swing them things. It's about to be a what? A girl fight. If you have never heard Brooke Valentine's girl fight song, go do yourself a favor. Because it's a gem. It's a song for my soul this week. Um, I re-listened to it the other night after Insecure went off because I knew in my heart of hearts that since Insecure is getting other things wrong and they always get music right, that that would be at the end of this past week's episode when Molly stepped to Issa and they was really about to be in a fight. And I was like... Oh, you know, it'd be perfect right here. We will go so good. Girl Fight by Brooke Valentine. Because it's about to be a, a girl fight. Does that make me um, as corny as Jason Derulo? Chow. There was my Jada Issa's house. This is a compilation of Jada Issa's house saying Chow. Chow. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> Chow. Oh, um, so... <laughs> 
Girl Fight, uh, my song for my soul. It's an amazing jam. Again, came out in 2005. Brooke Valentine, um, I hope you're safe out there. We'll know where you at. Jam. <laughs> if Mona involved, she not safe at a while. The wigs. Nothing, Jesus. So what are you here for this week or not? Um, Two things. The lawyer consultant girl down to Joe Budden's show. Um, Joe Budden, you know, he do the state of the culture with Remy Ma, um, some dude from some other show. And then they brought in a lawyer, a little black lawyer woman who's supposed to sound classy and educated for the um, entertainment legal perspective. Budget Sonny Hostin. <laughs> so, um, Joe Budden was saying that Beyonce is arguably um, the greatest entertainer of all time. And she goes, ciao. And she goes, ciao. And then Joe said, I did say arguably. She's like, "Mm, well, you could say that, but I wouldn't. Sweetie, 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 is this the entertainment segment, ma'am? Do you, you literally have to have a chapter and a verse or the Third Amendment or the Seventh Amendment of the second section of something? Because what's your reference? So Joe Budden was like, okay, so um, legal um, girl, who who do you get down as the greatest entertainer? MJ. How old and is this person? That's the other. That's the mid thirties black woman. Probably mid forties. I don't know. She's just a. She. I only saw it because the beehive was like, mm, y'all, y'all see hate come in many forms. <laughs> so you know the girls. Um, the Lord didn't say hate would prosper. He didn't say it wouldn't form. <laughs> so somebody had tweeted it with that type of caption. I was like, oh well, you know the 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 weapons will form. So um, then with that was the video. I was like, oh, I like the Joe Budden show with Remy Ma because, you know, we want Remy, Remy Ma to seven winners and six summers. Still hasn't came out, but <laughs> she's busy with this little podcast. <laughs> um, it's not a podcast. Same. It's a show. <laughs> and I ain't been in you know? <laughs> Well, recently. <laughs> so um, the legal the little legal reporter girl. So Joe was like, well, I did say arguably. She's like, mm. he's like, well, girl, what's your points? Um, cite your sources. And she was like, well, Michael Jackson. And so Joe was like, well, I did say arguably. So, I mean, like, I was trying to, you know, give the beehive what they needed. And then, you know, let y'all sit here and argue about other people. And she was like, no, that is a disgrace to Michael Jackson's grave. And she just went on a little two-minute tangent. First of all, girl, watch that attitude. And since you're the legal correspondent, girl, you should have your evidence. Have you not seen where Michael Jackson has bowed before Beyonce multiple times? Or where Michael Jackson has clearly, um, explicitly given her credit for changing the art, for her um, contributions to the art form of fucking music and live performances? Since you're the little legal girl, and you're supposed to... And um, Prince, and James Brown, and Tina Turner. Look, Prince said, girl, look, you good, but learn the piano, you'll be fantastic. And what did she do? Guess what she did? Child. It taught her to a chair. Blue know how to play too. Third room is gonna learn when they get old enough. So, um, so just to say to it wasn't what she said, like we talked about on Patreon. Is it what's being said or is it your delivery? Cool. Michael Jackson, you can fifteen girls committed suicide within hours of Michael Jackson um dying. Because the girl said if the greatest entertainer alive. Ain't alive no more, then girl, who are me? 
So I know the girls were out here committing suicide when Michael Jackson died. It was that serious. People love Michael Jackson. Great. Cool. Beyonce also, arguably, the way Joe Budden said it, is arguably the greatest um, performer of all time. And the one who you are saying who is supposed to be the greatest has also cited her as the successor. When Nicki Minaj said... The, the queen ain't put a crown on the princess. Well, Michael Jackson has clearly crowned his princess, okay? So, I'm not here for that little attitude. This ain't the courtroom, girl. And you you better do your job and stay in the courtroom and go cite your sources and get your little research hours because clearly you ain't studied that Michael Jackson has already said that Beyonce is that bitch. Top two and she ain't number two. The song ain't hers. It's somebody else's. Um, and my my second thing. Ooh, thank you for giving me space for this. The gays are acting up. Cal Goffney is getting a divorce after one month. Seriously, no! and you're gonna talk about this on the, you're gonna post this picture on the internet. <laughs> I I am so sad that I wasted three years of my life, and you are still in love with that person, and you can have him. I'm not gonna fight over him. And da 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 da. Whoa whoa whoa. This not even 90 Day Fiance. What this was? Do I? I was saying to the audience, if they want to hear more of this, we also talked about this on Patreon. Okay. And then the Memphis gay couple, the illustrious girls, is getting a divorce after one year? What is going on? I think it was like the following day after the Kyle Goffney thing that we have decided to amicably separate and because we have built a following online we feel like we should tell you guys first. Who wrote this press release? They copied and pasted one a divorce settlement from Gerald TMZ? What is going on? <laughs> they got 7,400 some followers and they breaking up. I guess the quarantine got real and they were sitting at home together and they was like, girl, I don't like you like that. I don't like you like that, girl. I don't. It was cute for Instagram. I don't like you like that. But shout out to them. I do love both of the people, but girl, what is going on? That is my question. What is going on? Divorce after one year? And the third thing is the... the some well, dude with, um, Britney Spears got divorced within 48 hours, so let's not... Too. Come on. And then... um. And then Kim Kardashian got divorced after 72 days. So, so the divorce rate, 50% on here. the straight side and the gay side. It's, uh, what is going on? This my, The gays are acting up. That's the thread title. And the last thing is, so last week, one of the gays got on Twitter. He had posted three screenshots. It looked like he was on, like, Scruff, or he was on Romeo, or he was on something Ooh, where we oh, don't... Yeah. Huh. What's Romeo? We were talking about the trans activist who had said that she was going to out all the people, and then Romeo, had, Planet Romeo, had to release the statement because was it Venezuela where they was? We the talked about that. Trans that I was talking about was in Morocco. Yes, Morocco. I I was like, it was an M word, but I said everything but an M word. Look at me. <laughs> um, but yes, Rome, you didn't say Mexico, so that's a. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So, um, the people were doing things, okay? The girls were out here. And so, um, this black boy was saying that he had messaged this white man on one of the apps, and I can't remember because, oh, girl. Oh. And oh. so, he was somehow messaging this white guy, and then it got to something related to, like, is black okay, or race being a 
you know, race comes up in the relationship when you are talking to them on the apps. And so then the guy ends up calling the black person a nigger. And then so the guy posted the screenshots and I guess he was saying like, mm, I guess I had the same experience like everybody else. His caption was very, well, you see how this went. I stepped out on a limb. You know, he said something in that vein. And then all of the comments under his post was, well, girl, why you was over there anyway? We judge you because of that. Or, girl, he not even attracted to what you was messaging him for. Or, mm, girl, okay, he called you the N-word, but what was you doing? What time of day was you was that thirsty? You know, and the, the comments were, and it was just rude. The, we were so rude to him. And so I was just like, I tell people all the time, love knows no boundaries. People create them. And so for us to be claiming that we want equality, y'all out here doing y'all 2.23 miles for um, homeboy. I forgot his name due to the tequila. But, um, you know, like we out here doing our 2.23 miles and looking for equality and we're looking for all this and da 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 da. But as soon as a black man says, you know what, I'm going to step out and I'm going to go look for love outside my race. I'm going to try something new. You know, I want to be, you know, take a chance. Take a chance. Y'all flame him. Gay people, what is going on? What the the quarantine got us acting up, and I'm not here for it. That's my um, long winded here for. (laughs) If you think the quarantine got gay people acting up, (laughs) look at some of these white people in rural areas. They putting body bags on state capitol steps because they can't go to the gym right now. That's acting up. <sighs> Governor Cuomo in New York is remaining committed to the children. He is he knows that child abuse is a hot thing in New York, so he's ex- telling children to do not be afraid to call three one one if you need help. Call this number if you need help. Um, domestic violence cases are up around America during the quarantine. People are constantly pushing. If you are in a domestic violence situation, call your governor, call your mayor. A lot of states and a lot of cities are um, putting victims of domestic violence up in hotel rooms they will keep your identity secret they will pay for your hotel room under a different name put you somewhere where if you don't tell your abuser that you've escaped the the state shall want because first of all you can sue the city and the state so they definitely taking precautions so if you need to get away you do have resources so just it's a lot going on absolutely um My here for this week, uh, unfortunately, involves tragedy. Uh, so does my last call, unfortunately. But I am going to choose to celebrate the good in both of those tragedies. Um, so first, for here for it, what I am here for is young hoes, young people finding out who Betty Wright is. Ooh, they was like, not Betty White, ma'am. That's too <laughs> white. I, I, was, I don't know the syllables, girl, for this. That's how <laughs> I know I am old. I was like, how are y'all confusing who Betty Wright is with Betty White? <laughs> who? How did you? How, they don't, the careers ain't even the same. <laughs> they don't look nothing alike. They didn't do nothing that the other one did at all. <laughs> and so it's not like the Michelle I, Williams. One is the actress and one is <laughs> that's an easy, easy thing to get confused. Cool. Yeah. Fine. Um, 
you don't even old person can get that confused. Old people, young people, anybody can get that confused. But the only people that was confused about who the fuck Betty Wright was versus who Betty White is was young hoes. TikTok girls. And I'm happy that even in her death, she can still educate y'all. Amen. Betty Wright had some amazing songs. And you know you come from a certain generation. If your mama made you clean up on Saturday morning to clean up woman. That's that's generational. Like I, Betty Wright, no pain, no gain. After the pain, tonight is the night. Girls can't do what guys do. These are classic black music things that young girls are learning. Just look up the essentials on Apple Music. <laughs> fine. That's fine. I don't care where I don't care where you get subjected to Betty Wright music. But I'm happy that it's happening. It should have happened. Some young hoes got kids, and, and I'm like, ooh, how you have kids and you don't know what Betty Wright music is? Um, but I'm happy that it's happening and I'm absolutely here for it. So um shout out to Betty Wright. Uh rest in peace. Rest in peace. But I'm thankful that this has turned into an educational moment. Because you hoes should have fucking known Betty Wright music. And known that Betty White was not Betty Wright. Now it is time for our last call. Um, Again, if you are new to this episode, new to our podcast... Uh, our last call is a shot, preferably of tequila, but you may drink whatever you would like. I know since all y'all hoes is at home, you can drink whatever you like. You you can drink whatever you like while you work from home, or if you're not working right now, it's okay. Pour your shot of yourself a pour yourself a shot of wine, beer, liquor, coffee, whatever you got, but take your last shot with us. Are you ready? Uh. Oh. Yeah, you've been ready. Okay. My last call. Ooh. My last call goes to F D Bordeaux. F is in Frank, D is in David, Bordeaux, B-O-R-D-E-A-U-X. He's a um Philly rep artist and he directs his videos um who beautifully showcases black gay men. Um, through his project Black Manifesto, it's an EP. Watch his videos for Tuesday and Something in Mind on YouTube. So FD Bordeaux, Something in Mind, or his video Tuesday on YouTube, and I will be retweeting his um, post from his Twitter accounts and um, social medias on my social medias throughout this week, so y'all can see. Because I need y'all to see it. He's my last call, and I love his work. Outstanding. Um, again, like I said, mine is unfortunately a shroud. You don't have to announce that. You don't have to announce it. Just go through it. Shrouded in tragedy. Um, rest in peace and rest in power to little Richard. Um, 
Little Richard has said and done some things in his life and in his career that I don't agree with. Ooh, especially toward the end. Oh, oh no! If you oh go back, it it didn't just start at the end. He's okay. been. Oh, it started in, in the 70s and the 80s. He's been saying shit. Um, we may never know the full story about Little Richard. And I will just leave that there. But rest in power and rest in peace. Um, uh, I think that he is a classic example of someone who has a body of work and has contributed a lot to society um, that we still have to give him his flowers and his recognition in his death regardless to some of the things that he has said and or done. I don't think any of them are egregious of a, egregious enough of us to say no, nah, fuck that. Mm-mm, fuck that. He literally was a inspiration to all of our inspirations a lot of times, musically. Um, he was iconic. He was multi-talented and multifaceted in good and bad ways. Uh, so I definitely want to make him my last call and... Um, Share that with the two black gay brothers that just won Pulitzer Prizes uh, this past week as well. So that is my last call this week. Yes, shout out to them because I was like, what? Gay poets winning Pulitzers? Yep. I'm here for it. Yep. So that is this week's episode of Here For It Podcast. Uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in and uh, staying on this ride with us. Um, again, we're going to do our best to push out content. Uh, if you have not heard all of our previous episodes, this is the time to go back and hear some of that so you can catch up and be like, oh, I know what he was talking about when he said that. Uh, this is also a good time to go over to our Patreon uh, and check out some of that content. There's pictures, videos, audio, all kinds of beautiful, lovely things, and more things coming up in the future. Um, take all of the medicines that you are given and prescribed right now. I won't even say which ones because, girl, uh, stay your ass at home and stay safe, stay mentally awake and healthy i am the superman t-h-e-e-s-u-p-a-m-a-n my name is ronald betters follow me on the internet and all that bye the revolution bye